Air Up My Shorts now begins its programming day. Yes, Air Up My Shorts is on the air. Starring Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. That's the song I was looking for. That's the one. Oh, uh, speaking of Canadian comedy, uh, Kids in the Hall have a new show on TV. I heard. I haven't seen it, but... Um, I don't believe it has started yet. It has started. Oh, has it? It just started. Excellent. And um, Good for Canadian comedy everywhere. And apparently, uh, the little I've heard from it is, it's fucking hilarious. I can't wait to see it. We will have to check it out. And it's only eight episodes. Support your patriotic duty stuff. Support good Canadian yeah, duty. Yeah, or that. Whatever. Whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was, uh, I, I went to... Um, the grocery store today and I was walking up the street and I saw an ambulance with flashing lights up okay. ahead sort of near the grocery store uh-huh. and uh, as I was approaching it pulled away so I don't know what I was doing but when I went up to where there's this like really kind of dangerous slope of a ramp uh, heading up to the, the grocery store at the bottom of it there was fresh blood <gasps> Uh-oh. I think someone took a tumble. Oh. It was kind of weird because, you know, it, it just looked like red paint. Ew. But it was Ew. fresh blood. Was Dexter there? Didn't see him. But you never know. I'd like to be a blood splatter analyst, I think. Except blood kind of makes me a little queasy. I might <laughs> not be well suited to the job. But it sounds like fun. Well, that, uh, In theory. Maybe not a good career choice. Maybe not. I'm not sure there is one for me, really. <laughs> uh-huh. What else? What, what else? else? I think what else do you know about Canada? <laughs> it's big. Big. It is big. And, and underpopulated. A lot of it's big white space. Mm, white with snow. And dragons live there. Dragons do live there. Mythical, frothy, bubbling dragons. Uh, yes, I've been, I've been, from sea to shining sea. What? In this country. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you would have to be. No, nobody will have you. <laughs> you just keep moving on like the littlest hobo. Can't stay too long in any right. one place. Right. You wear out. You're welcome. Pretty quick. <laughs> Quebec, no, get out, Buttons, get out. We're done with you. Nova Scotia, no, nice having you. Please leave now. Is there anywhere in this country you haven't been? Have you been oh, to like the north, places. north parts? No, no, I haven't been north, north. I the farthest it's... north I think I've been is Edmonton. Oh, that's not very far north, is it? No, well, no, it seems like it's really far north, but it's actually only in the middle of Alberta. So there's like a whole bunch of stuff up there. Well, that's arguable. Uh, no, I don't mean stuff like stuff you'd want to see, but there's a lot of space, like unused space, right? 
There, yes. Like what right per- for development. What percentage of this country is totally unused? Just like vacant coldness. Lots, right? Lots. As far as I know. Yeah. Like kind of leave Toronto and you hit it. Right. Uh-huh. That's, this is about it for me. I don't like the country. Oh, you know who's in town? Who? Uh, Keith McNally. Keith McNally? Yes, the dude who wrote us a story. He's in town right now? He's in town right now. Are you going to see him? I will. That's a good idea. In fact, by this time this airs, I may have already seen him. Oh. Well. And he's still a dick. But uh, Is he a dick? <laughs> so I don't want to no. meet him? No, he's a, he's a good egg. Um, Why would you want to be a good egg? Why would you want to be an egg? That, that egg smell. Okay. <laughs> it's the egg there part I'm questioning, oh. not the good and the bad. It's the egg part I don't get. Look, how did that phrase come up? Good egg. I don't know. He's a good egg. Sh- should I meet him? Um, I'm sure you will at some point. Okay, cool. How long is he in town? Why is he in town? What's his story? Four months. Whose baby is it? I don't know how long. But he's talk about people who aren't welcome anywhere. He he moves around. Oh, so he's in. Yeah, he's in I heard Toronto. Keith and the girl kicked him out. <laughs> Did they? Well, I think the U.S. of A. kicked him out. Oh. He he's the guy who's complaining about uh, about New York. Although so far. But I love New York. He he likes uh, Toronto. Hmm. Interesting and weird as well. Okay. Well, I will give him a chance. <laughs> Coincidentally, he's actually he's wherever he's staying is like a block away from me. Ooh. I'm surprised I actually haven't run into him on the street. That would be funny. But I refuse to tell him where I hang out just what, in case he shows up. What did up. happen with he and Keith and the girl? Was it oh, nothing. falling no, out? He, no. Oh. No, he just he was he was there for a year and. Oh, I he thought, wasn't I supposed thought to. maybe they had a bad three-way and it went no, wrong. No, no, he, he edits all of their video stuff. He's still friends with them. Mm. Um, but uh, he, he, I think he stayed longer than he was actually supposed to. Because I think you're only supposed to be there for six months. And you he can only there be there for six months in, within one year. Yeah. One calendar year. So he had to leave. And he hated New York. And he broke up with his girlfriend. Oh. Well, I love New York. So do I, and I'm looking forward to going again in April. Why? What's the end of April? That's Keith Malley's stand-up. That's why I was there last April. That was April? Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that doesn't seem that long ago. No, it doesn't. Crazy. So what, do, what else is going on? I'll get to walk around New York by myself again. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Till your feet bleed. Yep. Uh, what else is new? What um, else is new? I don't know. Hmm. Okay, well, we could read a story. Holy fuck. Oh, fuck. Do you have the same music in your head I do? <laughs> Probably. Uh, what's new with you? Uh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Well, then maybe we should read a story. We should. I think we should. What do we have here? <coughs> I'm sick of the snow, I can tell you that much. Yeah, me too. My power Jesus, was out all this? day Monday. 
your power was out. Yeah, there was a powder, power outage in my area because of a broken water main or something. Ooh, I heard something. It was like out that. for a long time. Long time, it got really fucking cold. No internet, no TV, no lights, no heat. You had to burn some furniture? I had to burn lots of stuff. Hi, Buttons and Whore. I'm a fan of the show. Listen to every episode. The word whore's laugh and voice are infected. (laughs) What? More than just that, sir. Oh, infectious. That too. And Buttons, well, you know how to bring us our MP3 files. Thank you for the mention. Thanks very much for your time and effort. (laughs) (laughs) You get a gold star and an E for effort. I've heard your calls for stories and just got the email today. So here you go. I've been holding on to this one, tweaking it a little bit. The story, not meth. But I figure it's good enough if your mailbag is empty. I'd just like to say that all the characters are fictional and any resemblance to persons living dead or who should be dead slowly and painfully is purely and completely coincidental. Really. Just like Law and Order. It's a bit longer than your 800 word limit at about... (gasps) No. This is really pushing it. That's in the four digits. Four digits, man. Four digits. 1,200 words. <gasps> Starman. He's oh. a starman waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our minds. He would blow our minds. 1,200 words. That's a lot. We'll have to read it quickly. We'll read it super fast. Let's see how fast we can read it. The Bottle of Mad Dog 2020. Oh, and it's written like a script. Hmm. Buttons. Well, I don't think you have to read your name. (laughs) That's not me. It's coincidental. right. When you appear to the world to be a charming doctor who practices on a sunny Caribbean island, it's surprisingly easy to get away with murder. He had arrogance, a sociopath's lack of conscience, supreme belief in his own brilliance, did as he wanted, and damn anyone who got in his way. He was a nasty drunken pill popper, and he was my husband. As a society wife, who could I tell? That's the sad secret of it. You know, abuse happens all up and down the socioeconomic scale, but you just don't hear about the women who feel trapped in their gilded torture chambers. They stay for the kids, they stay to avoid the humiliation, and some stay for the money. Me? My kids called him dad, his kids called me mom, and they didn't know that every once in a while he'd bounced me off the walls, but I believed in the sanctity of marriage and perhaps thought things would change. I was wife number four, and two of his previous wives had ended up dead. It was only after he took out the seven-figure life insurance policy and prescribed some heavy-duty meds for a minor condition of mine, meds that I discovered have cancer as a side effect, that I knew I needed an escape plan. One previous wife divorced him. She managed to get out alive. However, she had a male friend who was going to testify at the divorce hearing about the abuse he'd witnessed. 
But, dun, dun, dun. The, but, but the friend had a prescription drug habit, and the good doctor prescribed a large dose of big pills. Big pills. That's what the prescription script said. Big pills. The good doctor was the last one to see the friend alive. Like I said, it's easy enough to get away with murder when you're the one to sign the death certificate. Jeez. Holy motherfucking Joseph. I have to read the whole thing? When do you come up again? Don't. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You get one paragraph and I get the whole bloody thing. All right, you're going to have to cover banter. <laughs> I can always just imitate you. Yeah, do that. I spent a couple of weeks Hey, up here. Oh. Like many women, I only really decided to escape when he started beating my son. But I knew he'd never leave me or us alone. Nobody ever wins against him, so I set a plan in motion. It's remarkable how much that sounds like me. Remarkable. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I spent a couple of weeks charming him, leading up to our anniversary dinner. <laughs> what accent do I have? <laughs> I don't know. A New York society? Didn't or know a, I had Or one. a British... Uh, cool. <laughs> leading up to our anniversary dinner, which we were going to have near our mainland home in Boca. The self-proclaimed brilliant are usually easy to fool if you're flattering them while you do it. And I worked it. It's like I'm Julia Child who (laughs) ate Dame Edna. Awesome. (laughs) Two days before our anniversary, my kids headed to their dad's place in Seattle for their annual summer stay. On the morning of our anniversary, I told him I had some shopping I wanted to do. (laughs) I do sound like Dame Edna. It's awesome. And that he should relax. I handed him a bottle of his favorite single malt with a bow on it and lightly pecked his cheek before heading out. I gathered my supplies at a couple of hardware stores, paying cash, and then found a stunning dress and shoes for the evening. <laughs> I like it. You should read everything like that. Everything. You should talk like that all day. When I returned home, he was already half in the bag, and he threw out a couple of verbal barbs. Barbs? Barbs. Not women named Barbara. No? No. <laughs> Loud women named Barbara. <laughs> I deflected them with a smile and a twirl in the new dress and managed to get him into the car. I drove us to a restaurant that was new to us and I kept ordering his favorite drink while sipping slowly at mine. I managed to keep a conversation going. I sound more like Catherine Hepburn. I was just going to say that. How good for you. Oh, you old poop. That's, uh... The uh, the Kevin Spacey doing you saw did you see him doing his imitations of people on the um, inside the actors? Studio? I've seen him do uh, Christopher Walken, which is fucking amazing. Yeah, well, on the inside the actors studio, you can find this on YouTube. He, he does Catherine Hepburn. Well, he does um, uh, James Lipton. Just starts introducing him as different people, awesome. and he does about like eleven. Oh, I would love and to see that. And one of them that. is Catherine Hepburn, and the Catherine Hepburn one is good. 
is, uh, it's like he says, I heard you've been in contact with Kevin Spacey. He's like, oh, he's a stalker. <laughs> yeah, so, well, what does he write you in, the, in his letters? Like, oh, he goes on and on about himself, and I just say, good for you. I'd like to see that. So speaking of oh, Catherine Hepburn. The bad. Yeah, the verb about me too. I managed to keep a conversation going as his mood started to sour and slipped a roofie into his after-dinner cognac. He stumbled into my passenger seat and promptly passed out. I buckled him in and drove past our house for the long drive to the swamp. He awoke several hours later, bleary-eyed, groggy, confused, and naked. I had strapped him securely to an old wooden chair with packing tape. What the fuck, he asked when he pulled at his restraints, the situation dawning on him, and then yelling this time, what the fuck, when he saw me approach. He pulled hard at his restraints, but my motto has long been, if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing, so he wasn't going anywhere. You stupid bitch, you'd better cut these straps or I'm gonna fucking kill you. He exclaimed. Funny you should put it that way, but here's the thing. I can take a punch, and I could have continued taking the occasional beating from you for my kids' sake. But you went too far when you beat on my son, John. And sociopath that I know you are, there's only one way this ends. Oh, and what the fuck is that? He snarled. You disappear. In a couple of days, I'll tell the authorities that you ran to Costa Rica, where they can't extradite, and when they look at your books, they'll find you've been embezzling money from the company and sending it offshore. But I never did that. But you let me handle the books, and I've been working for a few months on this project. Always on your computer when you were passed out, your digital fingerprints are all over everything. His look was by turns furious, confused, and intent as he tried to figure a way out of his predicament. I smiled again as I sat on the tailgate of the SUV. Say, did you ever read Edgar Allan Poe's short story, The Cask of Amontillado? Inspiring story. I listened to a podcast of it while I was running on the treadmill one day. It wasn't one of ours. (laughs) Damn it. In the story, in that story... Edgar Allan Poe's never submitted a goddamn thing. No, he hasn't. Bastard. In that story, a fool is made drunk and then lured into the deep wine cellar of the man seeking revenge for a past wrong. The man bricks up the ancient alcove with the fool inside, all the while the fool is negotiating in disbelief at what is happening. We don't have any ancient catacombs, dear husband, but we do have this swamp, and it will suffice. You're not going to kill me. You don't have the balls, he spat. Well, not like you, little man, beating women and children. So tough, aren't you? Oh, fuck you. Let me go, goddammit. Well, he doesn't say much else, does he? (laughs) And again, he struggled against the restraints to no effect, but to tamp himself over on his side. In doing so, he upset a nearby fire ant mound, and the insects swarmed out onto the ground. 
Ah, little man, I knew I could count on you. In honor of Poe's story, I have here a bottle of Jug Table Wine MD 2020. It's far too sweet for my taste, but I think it'll have a nice finish. And I ate his liver. Mm. With a bottle of Chianti and some nice fava beans. It goes goes into a... Song? Third person there. She walked over to him, poured the bottle up... Well, he said he was still tweaking. Poured the bottle up the length of its side, drenching him, and then continued pouring a trail over to the swarming ant mound a couple of feet away, and then on to another one close by. God damn it! He yelled. What the fuck are you doing, you crazy bitch? The ants will follow the sweet trail and they'll find a very large, fat, sticky sweet food source that will keep them busy for days. This place is absolutely infested with fire ants. They'll probably have you down to bones in no time. You do totally sound like Julia Child cooking something now. I'll be back in a week or so to clean up what's left. Burn this chair and bury your bones. Not as neat as walling you up in an ancient cellar, but it'll do. The ants, they'll start with your soft tissue first. You know, eyes, ears, nose, mouth, and your tiny little penis. Calm as a bitch, eh? It was only then that the look in his eyes betrayed fear. He quickly looked to where I'd poured the wine, but he couldn't see anything in the pale moonlight. Look, baby, he pleaded. I'll give you whatever you want. I got money stashed away. Just don't do this. (laughs) Too late, little man. And you and I both know your lying sack of shit. So no deals. Good for you. And as I took one last look at him before driving back home, I saw a single red ant crawling up his cheek. Ta-da! I think I heard music coming from your headphones. Of course you did. <laughs> There's music everywhere. Music. All I hear is music. Guaranteed to please. And that was a little story called The Bottle of Mad Dog 2020 by Star Man Waiting in the Sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he knows he'd blow our minds. Let all the children boogie. Boogie. <laughs> Booger. Booger. Well, that wasn't a bad story. It was not a bad story. It, it, was, it was a very saucy story. Well, I, thought I thought it was delightful. Yes, fabulous. Oh, I did. <laughs> I liked it very much. Made me hungry. <laughs> Made me thirsty. You're always I think thirsty. I need another drink. We both do, I think. Well, then let's get one. Okay. You've been listening to another episode of Air Out My Shorts. Air Out My Shorts. That's Air Out My Shorts. Go to theitspot.com to look at our aged way and up, <laughs> dusty, decrepit, website. poorly out of date website. But you know what you can do when you're there? You can buy uh, buy the word horror something frilly. Oh, please do. 
She I haven't a, had anything frilly in a long time. The, uh, the the forums are there too. Join the forums, make some comments. Mm-hmm, it's ab- fun. Abuse us. Fun. And send us your stories of eight hundred words or less. Don't forget to vote for us on Podcast Alley. Everybody forgets that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, call our audio comment line. Three hundred five seventy six shows. It's three hundred five seventy six shows. As in, shows me your your inner Julia Child. Good night. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin. Pod Riot.